Welcome to the Mom Entrepreneur Success Podcast with Mariana C. Ruiz, the podcast for the go-getter mom entrepreneur who refuses to let motherhood slow her down from achieving success and making an impact. Tune in Mondays to learn the success secrets of top influencers who also happen to be moms so that you can reach the success, freedom, and impact you desire. Ready to create success on your terms, mom entrepreneur? Head on over to marianacruiz.com slash success to download your copy of The Game Plan. It's a step-by-step process to get you results and enjoy every step of the journey. Because as mom entrepreneurs, it's about designing a business around our lives and not the other way around. Plus, I also walk you through areas where you might get stuck to help you avoid the pitfalls that so many of us have to go through. So head on over to marianacruiz.com to get your copy now. Hi, and welcome back to the Mom Entrepreneur Success Podcast. Today, I have Lori Joy with me. She is the mojo mama who helps moms to turn their shit show into their mojo. I'm excited to have you here. Welcome. Thank you, Mariana. I am so excited to be here with you and your listeners. Thank you. So can you tell us a little bit about how you got started and what you do and kind of like your success story? Because I think that'll be really interesting for everybody. (laughs) Well, I would love to. So let me take you back to simply just a year ago. I was attending an event held by the lovely Callan Rush. And I don't know if any other mompreneur is out here, but I love to take courses Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I love to go to events, right? And sometimes they're simultaneous, right? When you take a course, you get a ticket and this is what happens. So I traveled to Vancouver, Canada, and I was sitting at you know, the event and just saying hi to people around you like you normally do. And I just caught the eye of a cutie little patootie blonde lady who was sitting next to me a couple chairs away. And so we said hi. And then I happened to glance down and I saw that she was wearing like gold sparkly shoes. Like Mariana, I'm telling you, they were like the Wizard of Oz. Dorothy, except instead of red, they were gold. And I immediately thought, because there's no filter, who (laughs) wears sparkly gold shoes to an event? And I was laughing. I was like, I really need to find out what this woman does. And so that's exactly what I did. I went and I introduced myself to her. She's just like perky, perky, perky. And her name was Chantal Adams. I don't know if you know her, Mariana. Anyway. She's a lovely lady. Ladies should check her out. And so anyway, long story short, we went for lunch. We became fast friends. And I was invited to her own event, which was called Shine Live. And it was held in Kelowna, BC, Canada. And I sat there last year in September, knowing that I needed to do more, knowing that there was more inside of me, knowing that things had to change. And I'll give you a little bit of background. I'm a teacher and professor by trade for about 20 years. And although as fulfilling as the job is, it just wasn't serving me at the level that I needed to anymore. And I sat amongst over 100 female entrepreneurs. And when you go to an event and you immerse yourself in it, it's truly electric. And I thought, 
this is it. This is what I need to do. And I've had an entrepreneurial spirit. I've wanted to open a baby boutique or a place where kids can come and play because I live in Canada. And so in the winter, like you're either freezing your buns off or you can come inside and do something. (laughs) So I wanted to open up something, but it always came down to having to quit my full-time teaching job. And I really didn't have the gumption or the lady balls, like I like to say, to do it. So I sat there and at that moment, moment, I truly want to tell you that my life changed. Fast forward to a month in October of last year, again, attended another event, Jeff Walker's PLF launch or live in Phoenix. And I had an opportunity to have 20 seconds of insane courage. And he asked for someone to volunteer to have a hotspot opportunity. And so I was sitting in the fourth row and before I knew it, my arm had shot up and I was picked. So I stood up and I was given a microphone and the cameras were on me. There was 1,200 entrepreneurs in the room and I said, hi, my name is Lori Joy and I help moms turn their shit show into their mojo. And I'm telling you, Mariana, at that moment, my business changed. So just the week before I had come up with my tagline and at that moment when I finished saying what I did, the crowd went wild. And I'm a drama and English teacher by trade. So it was a good thing that I put on my poker face. (laughs) (laughs) And I stood there and I thought, wow, my tagline is better than I thought it was. And I was inundated the whole weekend with people. I love what you do. It's such a great tagline. Your energy is great and blah, blah, blah. And my business leapt at that point. So I made some excellent and wonderful, met amazing people, but really made some wonderful connections. And I'm telling you that my business kind of went international before it even started. So I came home after that and I simply, I'm telling you very honestly, without a website, without an email list, without an email autoresponder, without a public Facebook page, without anything, I started my business. And I really want to emphasize that because a lot of us women think we have to wait for it to be perfect. We need the elaborate website and we need to have a list of hundreds, thousands before. You don't. You just need to pull up your big girl panties and get started. So I started with a free five-day challenge on Facebook. I brought in about 185 women, I think at the time, to a free group. And I used Periscope at the time because Facebook Live wasn't up and running. And Periscope was my nemesis, Mariana. It never worked when I needed to. (laughs) And I used to curse it. And I made all of my things that I put online or in my group. I still didn't have a Facebook page through Canva, canva canva.com. It's a beautiful site. It's free. And I had a free Facebook group. And in two months into my business, I had a $10,000 launch with no Facebook ads, with nothing spent. That's incredible. Yeah. You know what? To be honest with you, I didn't even know I did it (laughs) until somebody (laughs) said, Lori, what are the numbers? Yeah, you just had a $10,000 launch. And I was like, oh, that's great. What does that mean? And I had really, I was kind of like success through stumbling, success through like just literally putting one foot forward in front of the other and doing what I was coached to do. I did a five-day challenge for free. I did a six-week beta course, and then I ran a mastermind. 
and it filled before the end of the year. December 30th of last year, I had a 10K launch. I bought myself a new winter coat because I live in Canada and it's cold. <laughs> Very wise investment. Yeah. It was my little present to myself. Mm-hmm. And then I put the rest back in my business. And then I got the website. And then I got the email autoresponder. And then I made a public Facebook page. And that's how it literally started. I tell, I say it started with gold shoes and it ended up way, but yeah, it was really kind of small baby steps and just going forward. I love that. That is exactly what I teach. I tell a story. I had a coach who freed herself from her nine to five and she was a lawyer. So like, imagine that salary that she had to replace. And she did this through coaching with zero website. I coached with her and she didn't have a website. So for anybody out there who is stuck in this like zoo of like, I need to get a website up and like all of this tech stuff, like it's okay. Just put one foot in front of the other, just like Lori did and like figure out other ways to do it. And then when you have the capital, you can invest that right back into, and again, you don't have to take all $10,000 if you have this big of a launch and buy a website at that point, right? Like there's probably some other investments that you made. Oh Um, yeah, there was. I've always invested. I guess since I started to turn my shit show around myself some five years ago, Mariana, I invested a lot in personal development. Mm-hmm. Like I took that money and a portion of it went to the website. It wasn't a $10,000 website. A portion of it went to getting an email autoresponder and pay every month. A portion of it then went to get further coaching. Because if you want to know how to do it, find someone who has done it and coach or emulate them. This mm-hmm. is how it goes, right? Don't yeah. just think you have to reinvent the wheel and do it on your own. No, It's not true. You don't have to. I want to tell you something. I love the entrepreneurial world because I come from an education world. And if anybody knows any teachers or is a teacher or has had a teacher in your life, you know that when a teacher makes a great lesson plan, they want to keep it and take it to their grave with them. They don't want to share it with anybody. You know, you think it's such a communal place. Really, you go into your own classroom, you shut the door, and you're there with your students. The entrepreneurial space is so refreshing. And I don't know if you find this, Mariana, but it's refreshing in the sense that women, other women will help other women be successful no matter what. So I have helped other people with nothing in return. People have done the same for me. It is such a beautiful space to be in. And that's just one of the reasons. There's so many ways or reasons why being an entrepreneur and being your own boss is the way to go. But that's just one in particular that I love. I found the same thing coming from nursing. I hate to say this out loud publicly, but in nursing, there's just so much lateral violence. Like the nurses are so mean to each other and put each other in really difficult situations that end up ultimately hurting patients. And it is so ethically difficult. It was, you know, for me when I was in corporate and my husband would be like, why are you so upset about this? I'm like, because it's wrong. And I very driven by my values. So I love Mm -hmm. that 
I can bring those values, just like you're talking about, of like community and helping people. Like that's why I became a nurse, right? Not to <laughs> right sucked into the whole like lateral violence and all of that that happens. But I'm sure if there's any nurses or professors listening today, you know kind of how that is. Oh, yes, they know. They are nodding and saying hallelujah out loud as they listen to this podcast, Mariana. (laughs) Yeah, and that's what I want. I'm so happy that you've been so honest and like that's what I want to bring here is like the truth, right? Yeah. And I think it's really, really important for moms to know what's really out there and what could be, right? Like when you're your own boss, you can build your business based on what you really truly stand for. And that's whatever you love, whatever you stand for. Right. Right. I love it. And sometimes it's lonely as an entrepreneur because you spend a lot of time, you know, in your office, behind your computer, but this is wonderful. Us being able to sit and chat. I have my tea. It was funny. (laughs) Full disclaimer. I sent Marianne a message. I'm like, listen, are you going to see me today or is it just... (laughs) It's just audio because I can sit here with my scrunchie, with my comfy pants on and my tea and have a really great conversation about somebody else who's in the same boat and sharing knowledge bombs with other women who are listening. I love this. Mm -hmm. And by the way, guys, I knew I had to like not have it be a visual interview. Otherwise, I would never be able to stay consistent. (laughs) So funny. Okay, so tell me a little bit more about how being a mom has impacted your business. We haven't really heard that side of the story. Wow. Okay, well, I have a six-year-old son married to a husband. We've been together for some, I think, 12 or 13 years. I'm the man in the relationship, so I'm always screwing up anniversaries and birthdays. So I think it's 12 years. And although he is the light of our lives, I want to tell you very bluntly that although he is a big reason why I do what I do, he's not the only reason. And I'll tell you why. My son will flourish and he will be loved and he'll have a wonderful life, whether I taught full time or I do this full time. And I just spoke at an event in Kelowna for female entrepreneurs and I told the moms, I had them all stand at the beginning and I paid homage to them because when a mom takes the time out to attend an event or, you know, take a course or do something for herself, it takes a lot, a little bit more effort than anybody else who isn't a mom. And I wasn't despairing the women who in there who hadn't had children. I made some jokes about how lucky you are because you don't have saggy boobs and all that stuff. But what I said was, do not feel a pang of guilt for being in this room away from your children. They're well taken care of. They're loved. And really, you are here building their legacy. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think moms need to realize is you don't have to, I'm kind of getting off your topic here, but I'll get back on it. You don't have to be worried about being at every soccer practice. You don't have to be worried about making the home baked cookies for the bake sale. Go to the store, buy the ones that are there, put them in a pan and make it look like you did. Like really, let's be honest. <laughs> um, but being a mom has really changed the way I do my business because of what I want for my son. So I want him to grow up knowing 
And even though I come from the education sector and I'm a professor for our faculty of education here for students who want to be teachers, but I really sometimes don't think that's the right path for everybody. And when you can be your own boss, set your own hours, work with who you want, don't work with who you want, I think it's a really empowering thing to do. And I want to show my son that by doing what I do, taking chances, standing in my mama power, that he can do and reach his goals too. Yeah, that is so powerful. So when he doesn't fit the mold of going to school, I'm not saying that he does. He's only in grade one. He doesn't dig it right now because there's not enough playtime in there. So I'm like, oh, you're in for a few more years of non-playtime, my dear. But I really think being a mom has opened my eyes to a lot of opportunities that I want to provide for him. Show him that he can do exactly what he wants, work to his strengths, and live his life the way he wants to live it. You know, I'm 44 years old. A lot of us come from, I know I do, from the old way of thinking, go to school, go to post-secondary, get a good job, stay there, rot there, retire from there. (laughs) Right? It just doesn't work like that anymore. They're saying the newest generation of students, of children that we have now, will change their careers eight to 10 times in their lifetime. Wow. And that just wasn't done before. Like my parents had the same job their whole life. My grandparents had the same job their whole life. And it's funny because my mother expects me to have the same job my whole life. My mom will say, what is it that you're doing again? Where are you going? (laughs) I'd be like, oh, mom. Oh, Lord. You know what? And she just can't wrap her mind around the fact that I would leave a good, solid paying job. What about the pension? It's all this funny thing. So I really like to think outside the mold. I encourage people to think outside the mold. I encourage, and that's what I want for my son, is to really work from his strengths and do what he loves. Love that. Not what's expected. Yeah. I grew up with the same in my household. My parents are both professors. So (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Say no more, Marietta. (laughs) So let's switch gears a little bit. What does success mean to you? What does success mean to me? You know what pops up in my head are two things. My sense of freedom, because I've been in the education sector and my whole life has been regulated by bells. The bell rings to start my class. The bell rings to tell me when the class ends. The bell rings, tells me when I can eat my lunch. The bell rings and tells me when I have to stop. The bell rings, tells me when I can pee. I'm really, I'm really done with that. (laughs) So freedom in the sense of time freedom. Also, it's funny because I joke about this, but it's true. Like my husband and I talk about how we literally want to buy a Winnebago and downsize because I am so over having so much clutter in my house, downsize and pluck my son out of school and I could homeschool him. And we just travel through Canada and the United States in our Winnebago. To me, that is success because if I'm doing that, that means I have reached a pinnacle in my career working with Mama Mojo that I can do that as well as giving back. Now, Because I'm an educator by trade, I am seeing an alarming trend with our children. And what's happening is I'm seeing a lot of disengaged, entitled, lazy, 
lack thereof students these days sitting in front of me and it's changing and it's becoming worse every year and this isn't all students but this is majority and i'm frustrated by the sense that they have like we're in canada that's where i am and these students have literally the world by the i certainly can't say this but anyway (laughs) by the you know what and they don't appreciate their education and it drives me crazy. And for a long time, there's been something brewing inside of me where I give to charity, I donate, I donate my time, I try to instill it in my son. I want to raise a little global citizen in him. I will often talk to students about where do you help or where do you volunteer? And they're just kind of, uh, meh, I don't really do that. Again, it drives me crazy. And so success means to me that I can give back to charity, I guess, sorry for the lack of word. It's called World Teacher Aid. So I met Stu and Amy McLaren at an event and they run World Teacher Aid and they literally build schools in Kenya. And I was able to talk to them and I resonated with them. They're fellow Canadians. They're live in Toronto. And I said, I need to be a part of what you do, your story, your mission. They're small enough that you could talk to them. They're not like the Kilberger brothers with me to we. And so that's what I do. So every thing, every program or every ticket that I either to a meetup that I have with my mamas or a a program or to my course or a part of the mastermind fee, to work with me, part of that goes to giving back. So although I can't build schools at this time, what my mamas and I do is we provide the textbooks that go into the classrooms, that go into the schools that they build. And for me, one day we will travel and build a school with Mama Mojo and show my son just how fortunate he is and what he can do to give back as well. Wow, that is so beautiful. I know, I'm getting like overclamped over here. I got to like have a drink of my tea. (laughs) Me too. So I don't know if you know this about me. I've talked a little bit about it in my group, but I actually immigrated here from Venezuela. So I totally get this aspect about people. Well, I live in the US, but people in these really, really amazing countries not appreciating both their ability to get an education and all of the opportunities that are available in a capitalistic, democratic nation, especially with the turn that my country has gone through recently with communism and everything. So I totally, really, really admire what you're doing. I think that that is beautiful. And that is one of the things that I really, really hope to do very soon in my business. I was actually thinking about it think about a month ago, giving, doing something like that. But I'm just not exactly sure where I want to send the money because I have so many things that I would love to do. So how did you come up with the charity that you were going to donate to? Like when you said you met the owner was how did that kind of evolve? It was the same event. It was Jeff Walker's event because he builds the schools, right? He is at that point where he has enough money raised or available to him that he can build a whole school at a time. And, you know, I want to encourage the female entrepreneurs that are listening is that I could have sat in there and thought, oh, well, I can't build a school. What could I do? But they sat there and they told their story and they have a little girl and she's, I think, four now. And my son was five at the time. So something I can really resonate with. 
And they showed just a video of them traveling and the faces and the joy over a soccer ball and a new textbook. And I thought, this is how students should be or children should be about education because it's truly... And it doesn't have to be formal education. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's great that there's a book, but there's education in all ways, shapes, and forms. But I thought this is how a child should light up when they learn something. And although I'm part of the school system that we have now, I'm not in total agreement of how we do it. Kids sitting in desks all day, you know, all that stuff. So I couldn't help myself. After they spoke, I was with my friend and I said to her, Tori, I said, I'll be back. She's like, where are you going? I said, I'll be back. And I ran out the back door to grab Amy, the the girl, the mom, the wife. And I said, I'm sorry. I said, I'm just compelled to come and talk to you. And of course, a lot of people are. And I said, listen, I have to tell you that this is what I do. And if I can be part of what you do, I would really love it. And then we had a good old cry together because we're both teachers. She was a former elementary teacher. And now this is what she does. Her husband, Stu, works with a lot of big names like Jeff Walker, Michael Hyatt, and stuff like that. And they're able to do that. And I said, I don't know what gap I can close at this point, but anything I can do, can I be part of it? And she said, yes. And that was it. It's just, again, another 20 seconds of insane courage. I ran up and I said, how can I be a part of it? And so I have. And so I've been working with Amy for a year now. And it's just a wonderful place to be. And I know that one day I'll be able to make the impact of building classrooms and then building schools. But I started with textbooks. That's it. Yeah. So I think the message is like, you don't have to wait until you're making X number of dollars and like, no. thing. like it could be a small thing that you're doing for now. Yes. Every little bit helps. Yes. I love that. <laughs> so going back to the question for you, success means having freedom of time and then having the freedom to give back through philanthropy. Is that? Yes. Accurate? Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Okay, you're the first one that's brought up philanthropy, so I'm so happy to start having this conversation. Yeah, I love it. Nothing fuels you. Yes, like giving giving back. Yeah. 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 So is there anything along your journey that you wish you knew a little bit sooner that you would be able to share with us today? You know what? This is a great question, Mariana, and to really be honest, I don't think I wish I knew anything more because if I hadn't, I probably would have sat still with fear. My mentor at the time said, we'll just start with a free five-day challenge on Facebook. Oh, okay. And so I thought, well, I'll do a five-day how to get your mama mojo back. Had I known that people were out there doing sales funnels and click funnels, (laughs) you know, (laughs) what I have learned in a year has been, you know, membership sites has been overwhelming. And had I not gone into this a little bit blind, I probably would be in the same place I was one year ago, getting ready to get ready. Yes. So really it was about the action. It really was blind action, like almost like success by stupidity. I sometimes want to say it wasn't stupidity, but it was just like, I wasn't savvy to the online world in the sense of, well, you need a website and you need this. And my mentor never said that, thank the good Lord. But I probably would have been sitting there, how am I going to buy this 
It's not cheap to do a proper website. Where am I going to get the money to do the website? I would have sat there maybe getting things ready to get things ready. And sometimes you just have to put it out there. It may not be perfect, but you can tweak it later. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> just mm-hmm. take the action. Take the step. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what do you do every day to kind of stay on top of your game? Oh, Mariana, I am an organizing queen. So <clears throat> I have a system where you need to be organized. If you're a mom and you're running a household, which we do, and then you're running a business and some of you may have, you know, I still teach part-time. I've been able to go full-time to part-time because of the Mama Mojo in a year. But when we have all of these facets, you need to be on top of your game. You need to have a system. And if you don't have a system, it's going to break down and you're beginning to come burnt out. And then you're of no use to anybody. So I love to use a planner. And sometimes I have the best of intentions. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I have the best of intentions to follow my planner, but things happen and that's okay. I'll tell you what I start with. I start with a notebook that I get from the dollar store. Again, I should be like diva on a dime here. So (laughs) I start with a notebook from the dollar store and I call it my dump list. And what I do is at night, it sits beside my bed And I don't know if any of other female entrepreneurs and moms can relate, but when you sit down at night, your head literally spins. Spins, okay, okay, I have to do this tomorrow. I have to do that. I have to get groceries. I have to put so-and-so in the lunch. I have to sign this sheet. I have to, you know, get ready for this podcast. I have to blah, blah, blah. And my head just spins at night and I cannot get to sleep, really. So what I do is I sit either in my office with my dump list or I'll just quickly do it in the bed. And I will literally dump everything from my brain onto a list. And I get it out of my head. I close it up and I'm like, okay, I know I have to do those things. They're written down. And I tell you, it has made all the difference in my sleep. I get up the next day. I usually do this all on Sundays. Like I will take my dump list and literally put it into my planner on a Sunday, but I will sit down and I will map out what needs to get done first. I will prioritize my dump list and then I put it in my planner as non-negotiable things to get done. It's called context switching. So you could literally get overwhelmed with, I have to do this. Oh, while you're doing this, oh, I'm going to start doing this, but then I'm going to come back to task one and I'm going to go on to task two. Oh no, I've got to start task three. Oh, I didn't get task one. Oh, but there's task two. Do you see? So you could literally get caught up in that squirrel, right? Realm of thinking. So I prioritize it. I put it in my planner. It goes into there and then it gets done. And I don't go on to the next task, sorry, until the first one is completed. Another thing I like to do is organize my week in terms of theme days, So Mondays will be content delivery days for me and my business. So all of my content will go out. I will do my coaching for my elite mastermind ladies. I will do my coaching for my mastermind group. I have a free group. And then I put out all of that content on a Monday. My mamas know that on Monday, I'm going to come live to them in their group and they're going to get their coaching. Tuesday, I use it as my learning day. So... Because I'm still learning myself, I have courses that I'm enrolled in. And so Tuesdays, I set time aside to do that. Because if I don't, they take a backseat and then we become those women that buy a course and never get it finished. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been there. So I'm tired of doing that. Wednesday and Thursdays I use as my content creation days. So all of my social media posts or my blog posts or my live vlogs or whatever it is, I will sit down on Wednesdays and Thursdays and I will map and do all of that. Fridays is about connections and reaching out, whether that be to people like yourself, Mariana, who are in the same realm as myself, or it may be to a friend who I haven't like literally had coffee with in over a month. (laughs) 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 Because all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's October. Oh, I had no idea. Where the hell did September go? Saturdays I take off and spend with my family. And Sundays I also take off except for my night, my scheduling Sundays that I do with my mastermind ladies. And I spend the weekend with my son and my husband. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that you do the theme days. This is one of the things I'm really looking to try to do. I don't know. Because for me, I don't know if you've ever struggled with this, but like if I do something every day, it sort of helps me to make sure I get it done. Like the follow-ups, like I at one point started doing a dedicated day for follow-ups, but like- yeah there was so much anxiety together with the follow-up that I would just completely blow it off. And then like three weeks would go by. And I was like, oh my God. So I started doing the follow-ups every day. So like, okay. just like one person a day. Mm-hmm. So that kind of helped me to stay consistent. Cause I was like, I know I'm going to do it. I just figure out like need to know who I'm going to follow up with. Right. But I love this method and I love that you put in learning time. Because yeah. we all are still growing, no matter what level you're at. Exactly. Pity the yeah. person who doesn't learn something every day. Exactly. You're yeah. going to stay stagnant and your business won't grow, right? Right. Yeah. So I love this. And I just love the whole plan and everything that you broke down for us. And I think that this is really actionable for all the moms out there who are struggling to get things done. And like you said... We just have to be really smart about planning ahead of time and staying organized. Yes. So can you tell us about a challenge or struggle? Because I really feel that like these quote unquote failures or struggles that we face are the way to success. So was there anything that you sort of struggled with on your journey that taught you a lesson or helped you to overcome something? Oh, yes. It literally just happened a month ago. You're like the first person that like outside of my close realm that I've actually told this to. So my advice to every single person who is listening to this podcast is before you begin to coach groups or one-on-one, get yourself legally protected. Mm -hmm. It's all a part of growth. And I'm really glad that I went through this because had I not, I still wouldn't have all my legal ducks in a row. So what happened was I had a woman who was signed up for my elite coaching, just decide out of the blue, not like, (laughs) literally, like I can sit and laugh about it now. It caused me a lot of stress a month ago. Literally just say, I'm done with this. I'm out. I'm leaving put a disparaging remark about me on Facebook, which is always lovely, and left my coaching. Now, I did not have her sign a contract. I didn't have anybody I've ever coached in this past year sign a contract. It will never happen again. So it just happened to be that when I was speaking in Kelowna at Shine Live, this particular event, 
there was another woman speaking who was a lawyer for entrepreneurs. We were attached at the hip the whole weekend. So really what you want to do is it's a shame that it happened. It really is. It wasn't a huge like falling out or anything like that. I think what it came down to was really miscommunication. And had I had it all laid out in writing, even though I said it, and had the, you're responsible for these particular payments on this particular day for this particular time. This is what you're going to get from me as a coach. This is what I expect from you as a client. And it's really about not only protecting your name and your brand, but your income as well, right? Because obviously there was a loss there. So my advice is to do not wait until this happens to you. Learn from my (laughs) misfortune and find yourself a lawyer. There are tons of them, especially it was tough finding one in Canada who does it online for Canada. But every group that I went to and posted about someone doing it in the States, there are tons of them. Find one. Get yourself, just start with the small things, start with a contract, get yourself legally protected. Mariana, that would be my, that would be my little thing. (laughs) That's such a valuable lesson. And for everyone listening, I did have a guest post by a woman who specializes in this a few weeks back. So I will definitely link to that in the show notes, but she talks about legal protections you need as a coach, as well as ones that you need on your website. And she gives you some very specific things that you want to make sure are covered, especially if you're a health coach, because you want to make sure that they don't think you're giving medical advice and everything. Right. Same thing goes for any specialty. It doesn't matter what specialty you're in. There's going to be specific legal things that need to be covered. But yes, I love this lesson. I also have had a client who wanted to leave a contract, but she was in a signed contract and ended up just continuing on with me. It was more with her. It was more just about the fear of something that I had asked her to do that made her step out of her comfort zone. So sometimes as coaches, we're asking the people that we're working with to do some things that may scare them. Right. And so the legal protection is also there to make sure that they stay committed to what they said they wanted as the result. Yeah. I encourage everyone to check out that link in the show notes and go get yourself legally protected. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll include that. Excellent. Okay. So if you had to start your business all over again, you had no team, no list and no connections. You only had three hours a day and $5,000. What would you do? Well, this is funny because when I started my business, I had no team. I'm still solo. Well, I shouldn't say that. I have a few people. I have a website designer and I have a VA, but I had no connections. Like I didn't know any big name people. I literally had, let me think, I was teaching full time. So I would get up at five in the morning in order to have an hour and a half I would throw in my morning routine in there. I would have about an hour and a half to two hours to do some work before my house woke up. And then when my son went to bed, I would spend another hour or hour and a half working again at night. So that's about three hours. And if I had $5,000 when I started, that would have been awesome. (laughs) 
would have been like, woohoo, mama in the house. So, you know what, I really wouldn't change too much. And, you know, like as aforementioned that it was good that I didn't have a lot. And I just started with the simplicity. I just started with the simpleness of it and not thinking about it too much, not overthinking it too much, because sometimes we can get stuck in that rut of what will people think of me? It's tough. I live in a very small town in Northern Ontario in Canada. And when you start to reinvent yourself, people wonder what the hell are you doing? Right. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of talk and there's a lot of, you know, they never ask me what I'm doing, but they like to talk about it. So it's funny because I really want you to just put the blinders on, just Mm -hmm. put the blinders on, put the pocketbook down, stop making the excuses and just do something every day that is going to move your business forward. And if it doesn't give you a pang of like in your stomach, then you know, it should, it should. Do you think, you do think I was nervous about all of a sudden just going out into Facebook and saying, Hey, I'm going to like do this five day challenge of getting your mama mojo back. Anybody want to join me? I was astounded that I had 185 women say yes. Astounded. Right. And I was like, okay, well, this is pretty good. <laughs> okay, now what do I do? Okay. So then I had it all done. And so it's just about taking Just don't sit there and wait for it to be perfect. It'll never be perfect. It'll just get better. It's funny because you'll look at all of these big names now, right? And what they literally do, like especially Denise Duffield Thomas of Get Rich Lucky Rhymes with Witch and Kimra Luna, what they will do now is they will show you things that they started and doing like videos and posts that they did at the beginning of their business and they were horrendous. They were horrendous. Like you literally look at them and go, oh, 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 that's not very good. And look at where they are now because they just took a step to do it. They wanted change. They wanted more. And I want to tell the moms out there that you have a gift that someone is lying in bed praying for. You can make a difference in someone's life. It's no longer about us. It's literally about you going out and serving the people who are praying for your solution at night. And that is my mom's. Literally just run of the mill, stay at home, part-time working, work full-time. It doesn't matter. I have grandmothers. It doesn't matter. They are aching for change. There are people out there who need what you can teach them. And so if you ever get stuck, just think about it. It's not about you anymore. It's about you helping and serving others. And you just need to do it. Mm, I love that. That was so motivational. And for anyone listening, if that's you... Just get up and do that one step in front of the other. Mm -hmm. I always say to my moms, we don't go from laying on the couch to running marathons, right? Whether that's changing what we're doing, you know, our organization in our house or whether that's getting healthier and we don't do that. We get up off the couch and we walk to the kitchen. (laughs) You know what I mean? You get up from the couch, you walk around the block the next week. Like it's just, it's not about going from, having everything or nothing starting and then going and having everything. You don't need the funnels. You don't need, I have yet to run a Facebook ad. I'm a year into my business. 
I have had multiple $10,000 launches and more. I've yet to run a Facebook ad. So don't tell me that you can't do this. Yeah, that is so right on. Okay, so is there anything else that you'd like to share to help moms take their business to the next level? I think this last part was a lot. Is there anything else that you feel like we haven't covered yet that has been a really big lesson for you? No, just keep investing in yourself and keep learning and doing. And remember, you don't have to reinvent the wheel and you have a special skill set. You need to tap into it. There's something that people come to you and ask you all the time. Are you a good listener? Are you a good baker? Are you a good, you know, whatever it may be, what can you do and how can you monetize it? If you're unhappy or you want to have your own residual income or you want to have your own business, Just do it. When you put it out there, think about this though. How are you going to be different from everybody else? I know a lot of women will say, well, you know, there's a lot of people that health coach already. That's true, but I'm not everyone's cup of tea. Not everybody wants to work with me, but there are people out there that will want to work with you. You will resonate with others. So just again, do it. Just go and do it. Could you imagine October of 2017 and you're in the same spot you were. You know, my favorite quote really resonates with me. I say it all the time is from Robin Sharma and he says, "Don't live the same year 75 times and call it a life." Mm, that's beautiful. I love it. He's so amazing. Anyway, yeah, that's my nugget. Don't do it. Don't live the same year, sit there waiting and waiting and waiting and then you get to the end and you're like, "Yeah, my life was okay." only have one kick at the can, make it worth it. (laughs) Love that. Okay. So where can people find out more about you and connect with you more? Well, I have a public Facebook page. (laughs) It's called the, it's called the Mojo Mama. My website is the same, themojomama.com. I'm also on Instagram again as the Mojo Mama. And you can find me there. You can find me through any social media. You can email me through my website or just private message me on Facebook. If you want to know more about what I'm doing and what's coming up and yeah, it was so great, Mariana. I really enjoyed this. Thanks so much. I did too. So there you have it. Another episode of the mom entrepreneur success podcast. And I invite you to stay tuned for next week's episode where I'll be interviewing Robin Smith, who is an Instagram expert. She is absolutely a genius at Instagram. She has grown her group incredibly on Facebook through her Instagram account. So for those of you who are struggling to grow your Facebook group, definitely you'll wanna check out that episode. So make sure you subscribe to get all the updates and be sure to go to the show notes. You can find them at marianacruiz.com slash S1E12 for today's episode. So again, go to the show notes and that way you can get all of the resources that we mentioned in this episode. Have an awesome day. You've been listening to the Mom Entrepreneur Success Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now, I'd love to hear from you. Head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. By reviewing the show, it allows us to reach more moms to help them grow their businesses. So head on over there, leave us an honest rating, and I can't wait to catch up with you there. By the way, every single week, I'm going to select one winner who leaves a review 
and you'll be able to get a free strategy session with me in this 20-minute laser-focused session. You'll get the information that you need to move your business to the next level of success that you desire. Have an awesome day.